Hello and welcome to the Life Group Leader Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Kirby Wood, the group's pastor here at Mariners Irvine. And today I have with me our awesome co-host and community pastor, John Thomas. Hello, everybody, and also a fan of Kirby. I just hang out with <laughs> Kirby, basically. So she asked me to come do this thing. And I'm like, yeah, all, all day long. So happy to join it. you guys. I love it. I feel like I've learned so much about you know sermon-based questions and flow questions from you, obviously inherently from Kenton himself mm. preaching last weekend. And yeah. it's been really fun to do this together. So I'm really grateful for you, John. Yeah, absolutely. Glad, yeah. To, glad to be with you guys. Yeah. And also, John, tell us a little bit about what's going on in your world. You're working on courses and some things. As we're looking forward to deep dive, correct? Yeah, lots of great stuff coming up in the fall for sure. Mm. Um, many of you out there have probably already done some of the deep dive courses yeah. that we have on offer, whether that's Story of God or Image of God. Uh, and we've got a brand new one that's going to be launching out in October called The Theology and Mission of God. So we're really, really excited about that one. Yeah. Um, our senior pastor, Eric Geiger, is going to be teaching a good number of those sessions happening on Wednesday nights starting on October 5th. Uh, so you'll be hearing a lot more about yeah. that and some of the other courses that we have rolling out this fall. And we'll talk talk more about the implications. Of and, course. You know, as groups, we the sermon-based content that we often say is the bread and butter. We mm-hmm. want you to be in it in community with your groups week in and week out, but also to make use of some of these other courses that we have occasionally throughout the year. So you'll yeah. hear more about this one. This would be one for sure. We want to invite you, encourage you to join. It's going to be a great one. Oh, I love that, John. I think, you know, like he said, we always love that people are stepping through the sermon-based content. That's kind of the default for so many of our groups. But I love if you guys start to think, okay, October is an opportunity for us that we could maybe jump into deep dive. That would be really fun. And we would love to encourage you guys to think that through as you're planning out, you know, your fall as you're launching out of summer. So we hope that you guys are having a great summer and you're enjoying this Holy Spirit series. I know my group was able to talk through the sermon aligned questions um, last week. But once again, we're like, okay, maybe we won't meet this week, but darn, that means we're missing such a great, um, mm-hmm. another aspect and teaching of who the Holy Spirit is to us. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about this week. We have Doug Fields teaching. Um, this is exciting, but also it's, it's challenging in a new way, right? Yeah. As we think about this topic as um, the Holy Spirit, he grieves. Talk to me a little bit about what you see here, what this sermon is to expect, John. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a word we don't use a whole lot, and right. it's kind of a word that needs unpacking and an explanation. Like, what what does that mean that the Holy Spirit grieves? I mean, there's so much just even in that theologically that the Holy mm. Spirit um, has has emotions. Like, we mm. don't think about that. I think we think of you know detached deity somewhere off in the clouds, and obviously we see Jesus. Jesus mm. mourns and grieves and he weeps, and and what we understand right is mm. the Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus, and so. Yeah. We see Jesus has the full display of emotions. That's that's sometimes a tricky thing for us to think about. The totally. Holy Spirit has emotions that yeah. that He can be grieved, mm. um, just like you would grieve over a loss in your relationship, or you mm-hmm. would grieve over a friend making a a poor decision. Like the Holy Spirit, in the same way, grieves mm-hmm. when we wander, grieves when we make decisions that are contrary to the truth of His Word in our lives. And so, it's it's really interesting to think about it theologically? Yeah. What do you mean? The Holy Spirit grieves and has emotions, but then to think about it personally and practically, yeah. like 
how have I experienced that? So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to you guys to unpacking this Same. great passage and this uh, discussion this week. So true. I feel like this series is becoming like a puzzle. It's like mm. this beautiful picture that like we're putting together. You know, the Trinity is such a, a mystery yeah. at times to us and the spirit even more so we're getting to learn so much about who the Holy Spirit is. And I love this really, I feel like is truly personifying mm. a lot of who the Holy Spirit is, even in my own heart and my own mind. But as for our group, it's like, okay, he's guiding, he's teaching, he's counseling, he's comforting, right. encourages. And now it's like, oh, talk about another emotion I did not see coming, right? Grieving. Right. Wow. Right. Yeah. I love the way you said that, John. That's yep. awesome. So um, as we look to this discussion, you guys, um, and how we can in this conversation start to equip you, as always, I would encourage you guys to pray as first and foremost to kind of set the tone. And that way you can kind of, this fun leaning question, as I talked about last week, doesn't feel so random, but it really feels like, okay, this is setting us up for a part of the conversation. So the first question for your lean in says, what are some silly and annoying habits you know you should probably quit? And I love thinking about this. I mean, right, the first one on my mind, I mean, I'm looking at my own hands right now biting my nails. It's so embarrassing. You do. I've seen it. It's bad. It's so gross. (laughs) I have tried to break it all my entire life and I get my nails done all the time and it prevents it. But right now, even if I'm a little stressed about a couple work things, I mean, truly like my nails will fall. I mean, those of you that know Kirby, she is (laughs) nothing but a ball of enthusiasm and excitement and vision and energy and everything else. And sometimes it's like, what do I do with it all? Right. Exactly. So I mean, it's a question. If you don't know how to answer this question, pro tip, right? Ask uh, somebody who knows you really well in your group. Sometimes Mm. that might be a spouse. Hey, what do you think that those annoying, silly habits are? And, you know, this question really um, trying to open you up to the idea of, man, there are things that I do that I probably know that I shouldn't do, Mm. right? So that's the direction that we're getting people down with this conversation. So it's meant to be playful and fun. Yes. And, you know, the pro tip here, too, is the more you get people talking at question number one, the more they're going to talk all the way down through. Mm. So try not to let anybody off the hook. Have fun with it. Be playful. Don't go to a you know, a too deep and dark, serious place <laughs> so during your true. lead in. Yeah. Uh, but, but have some fun with this yeah. question a bit. And maybe you go first, you know, that keeps it really right. light. How even I just said, okay, thinking about nail biting or something like that, that comes really easy, sets this, the, 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 you know, it yeah. level sets everybody to yeah. know, okay, we're, we're not going to like get kind of crazy with this. That's or right. Too deep. That's good. Cool. Great. Yep. So then of course, then we're going to re then we're going to readjust and re um, kind of structure the group to look down at God's word. Everybody's got their Bibles, pull them out, reading Ephesians. And then we're going to call out something specific. It says here, what do you learn about the antidote to the grieving spirit? Talk to me a little bit about where you feel like that question was coming from, John. Yeah, yeah. So what do you learn about the antidote to grieving the spirit? So Mm. um, what are things that we need to be mindful of that will help us to prevent us from grieving the Holy Spirit, knowing that we will, (laughs) that we do, that I know I do on a daily basis. Yeah. But there's some really good handles here in this passage that you want to draw out. Remember, look down is, we call it look down because it's literally look down at the scripture. Observe Mm -hmm. what's being written in the scripture. And so there are some things that you'll you'll see. I mean, the first thing right off the bat, it says, don't grieve. <laughs> God's Holy Spirit. So yeah. there's one thing. Um, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but I'm so glad it's not that. It's not yeah. that. It's not down no. to your moralistic, sure. you know, biting your nails and making it making it so that you, yeah. you can't do it in your own strength. But he goes mm-hmm. on to say, right, um, you were sealed by him. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I, I'm, I'm his. Like, mm-hmm. I'm known by him, that yeah. he accepts me, that he chooses me, that his grace... Mm-hmm. Is, is with me. And it goes on down to say in verse 32, um, forgive one another just as God has forgiven you, mm. just as God forgave you. So 
part of the antidote is knowing that I'm his, yeah. that I'm secure in who he is, yeah. that I'm already forgiven, mm-hmm. that I'm sealed, right. meaning like I'm secure. The Holy Spirit's this, this down payment yeah. on my secure eternal salvation with him, that I'm not earning, I'm not striving, that even when I grieve, it doesn't mm. mean I've lost the Spirit's presence in my life. Yeah. And so that's really helpful because that sets us up to know that um, we're not, again, we're not earning, we're not striving. Right. Um, but at the same time, to be aware, don't grieve the whole, like be aware, yeah. be sensitive, be in tune with the spirit to know when you've wandered. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, draw those things out and a little bit more within that passage. But the yeah. encouragement is again, look down at scripture. What's the God's word say? Yeah. What, what is highlighting yeah. in, in your own heart and your spirit as, as you read the scripture together? Yeah. I think too, I, I, I think the scripture as people are starting to call out the things that are sticking out to them and you know, the back and forth of the don't and also the mm. forgive. I love the kind of juxtaposition, but the coupling there, it's both of those things, right? I, even in the overview, I kind of using that as a guide for this discussion you know it's written here we are to cooperate with him and allow him to impact our lives and that that also i think personifies the holy spirit again we're it's a person and i am my person and we're trying to cooperate together to live out the fullness of who god is calling us to be that's it absolutely and so we grieve the holy spirit when we don't live in such a way that shows that we are his yep you know what it's you could talk about the marriage analogy Mm. and the phone calls that i get and the, the times when you sit down with couples and there's a grieving that happens when yeah. somebody abandons the relationship. There's a grieving that happens when somebody acts contrary to their identification as a husband or as, mm. a, as a wife. And it's the same in that, in that the Holy Spirit grieves, not because he's, um, you know, angry at us, but because right. he loves us. Yeah. Because he's like, you are mine, mm-hmm. I'm yours. And the grieving is a... It's a natural um, effect of, 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 of a loving relationship. Right. Of course, the Holy Spirit grieves yeah. because he's within us and he loves us. Yeah. As a father grieves when the child wanders, right. you know? And, and so you want to keep that in the forefront because you can easily steer towards sure. moralistic behavior, sure. earning, striving, proving, sure. all of that stuff. Yeah. But the context here, again, is, man, we are his and we are loved by yeah. him. And so, of course, when we wander, he, he grieves. Yeah, of course. And yeah. I think also a lot of different people grieve in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. when we think about the grieving of those in our lives or maybe that we've experienced, it's it could be maybe tempting to project our own fleshly or human emotions onto mm. it. But it's like this is a pure, holy, righteous grief. You know, that is that is like you said, it's not angry or right. shaming or what have you. It's just it's just burdened with the love right. that, that the Holy Spirit has for us to be more in tune yeah. and like him. So yeah, in good. who we are. But as we move on, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking at the scripture. We're hopefully having this rich conversation. You're really helping everyone start to engage and think, okay, wow, like I, I don't want to be doing that, right? Mm-hmm. I, I want to be inspired by this text. And then where in the world, that's our kind of our lookout, we're looking out of the world. Where do we see this working well? Where do we see it not working well? Right. So the questions here is, how would you describe a person who lives secure in who they are? Oh, I love that. Mm. We're thinking about the positive, right? Thinking about where is this going right, you know, and how about a person who lives unsecure of who they are. Where have you seen that? Right. And again, that's just to get you creatively thinking about what what does that look like when, yeah. when somebody is secure. And you might have mm. stories, examples of what that person looks like and uh, what it looks like when somebody's not secure. You know, mm-hmm. when somebody's not secure, they're competing, yeah. they're striving, they're trying to play somebody else's narrative. Mm. They feel like they always have to earn and prove and prove mm. themselves. And so, 
you know, those are the kind of things that you're going to want to talk about. Because again, yeah. it's just getting you to like creatively interpret and see the scripture at play in our world around us. Right. And then of course we turn into the, to the look in from yeah. there, right? That's good. Yeah. yeah. I love, and then I like how natural this can really flow to look in because, yeah. you know, so often as we talk about who might be insecure or secure in our lives, we're going to, naturally you're going to start to think, am I insecure or right. am I secure? Right. So that's where, but I would try to hold the tension there as much as you can, life group leaders, to let people make as many observations about the out so that way when you get to the look in it can really be intrinsic in or intrinsic yeah. is that yeah. the word I'm looking yeah. for yeah. yeah without it being um you know too sharp right so right. where in your life do you experience a pull towards your old nature I, right. I love how how kind and gentle that question is right. um but also it's it's it can also be really opening um for people right so it's 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 a vulnerable question yeah right mm -hmm. I mean it's kind of worded lightly but if you really unpack it I mean it's it's a yeah. It's a vulnerable question. Yeah. Even in your groups, I mean, I, mean, I know that mm. we hope that many of you have already, you've had these conversations, this discussion, <laughs> um, but every time I'm poised with that question around a table with others, there's a sense of like, ooh, what, to what level do I share? <laughs> do I share the surfacey thing or do I really get to the root ooh. of what's behind the action that I'm struggling with? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so the longer in community with people, the more that they'll see and they'll know that and they'll see your blind spots, the ones that you can't see. But this is a question of vulnerability, but healing comes in vulnerability. And so you mm. want to be honest. And as Kirby already said, with all these things, you set the tone and you model it as yeah. a leader. So where do you experience that yeah. pull to your old nature? Where mm. is that struggle, that wrestle? You I mean, you could ask it, where Where do you sense that you might be grieving the Holy Spirit? What yeah. What does that feel like? What yeah. What are those things that are leading to leading leading towards that? And, yeah. And have people wrestle, wrestle with those things. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. And I love the encouragement that you're giving. Like, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, even call it out. I know that we can... I know that sometimes we can give the surface level answer. Right. Let's let's try to push in a little bit more today. Yeah. You know, as we really think about the grief aspect of, of the Holy Spirit, that it's it's out of love, right? right. That, that we're this is a loving space in this circle, in this group, in our relationship with God. It's not one of condemnation or, right. or guilt or shame. Like we want to lovingly um, pull each mm -hmm. other back um, to our our true identity. Mm -hmm. good. That's good. And then what do you need to be reminded of today? I love a good today question. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of gets to the practical and almost that like live it out, right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. And then this is a good drawback to the look down question, right? Yeah. And you pay attention as a leader to how people answer that look down question mm -hmm. for what things that they draw out of the passage. Yeah. Because as a leader, this is a good point to to re remind the person, hey, the things that you saw, yeah. like I wonder, like what would that look like for mm -hmm. you to be reminded of that? Like what you highlighted those things in a look down. Mm. Like why do you think that is? And mm. what would that look like for you to really receive that and to live that out and then even take it a step further of, man, if you really received that, like what kind of an impact would that make? Like how could things be different? in your walk with the Lord, in your relationship with others, because people oft, often observe what they want for themselves, mm. right? So things will be highlighted in scriptures that they have a desire towards. The Holy Spirit does that. He, he illuminates things for us. So pay attention to how they answer too, um, because it'll usually um, be connected to how they answer the look-in question too. And then there's more opportunity to explore that with them in your conversation. 
Mm, that's so good. I love that. I love the idea of paying attention to how that goes throughout the mm-hmm. conversation. I think that's a really that's a key to a successful mm-hmm. root of facilitator. If you call back to your great root of facilitator, is they were paying attention to things yeah. that were happening in the beginning of the conversation or even weeks before and how that's building right to this point. Yeah. So, you know, I, I hope that you guys are able to to spend some time also at the end praying for one another and speaking God's truth right. over you. You know, when we have those vulnerable moments and we also are can be burdened with our old nature and how we may have grieved the Holy Spirit we want to remind ourselves of the truth of who we are um, that he has forgiven us and we get to stand in full confidence that he has covered it all so don't forget to encourage and seal your time you know with prayer with truth with scripture pull out a a true identity bookmark I know Jared pulled that on stage (laughs) out on stage a couple weeks back but that's the all that stuff is still applicable in this time it's a go-to it's gonna be a great week though man I I had a chance to see a little bit of Doug's outline it's gonna be awesome you're not going to want to miss this. And then, of course, uh, after this week, we've got our senior pastor, Eric Geiger, is back, Woo-woo. which we're really excited for. He's going to start um, part two of this series. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is such an expansive topic that we have to it's do true. a part one and part two series, <laughs> the Spirit of God, and then we're going to turn towards the Spirit of God in you, and he's going to be teaching four weeks on a row in a row on that. So don't uh, don't miss that. It's going to be going to be amazing. Awesome, you guys. Well, we're praying for you, and we hope that you have a great week. God bless.